the This Week in Music History podcast with Marty Miller from Nova.ie and Radio Nova. Hello there, this is Marty Miller. So every single day on Nova, we do a little thing called The Day in Music History. Take a look at any given day and look back over many, many years. Then our podcast at the end of the week talks about the week that was in music history. So today we're looking back from September 6th until 10th. The week that in 2005 Bob Geldof got the freedom of Dublin City. It was a big honour until he decided he didn't want it anymore. In 1978 we said goodbye to Keith Moon, the Who drummer who lived a very big, full moon life. And the monkeys are born this week in 1965. But we'll start back in 1997 when the world was given what would become the biggest selling single of all time. Of course you remember this. Goodbye, Rose. Elton and his tribute to Princess of Wales, Diana and Candle in the Wind, the reworked version from 97. In 2005, this week, Bob Geldof was awarded the Freedom of Dublin after his Live Aid and Band Aid efforts. He did great work. But then in 2017, he decided to give the whole thing back, the whole on son sushi debacle. Here he is on The Late Late. I was very proud to get Dublin because one, they give it to very few people quite precious and I'm a Dubliner and my dad was there and the kids were there and it was a great day and Ronnie Delaney was getting it on the same day what is not to like to 1978 when Keith Moon drummer of The Who died of an overdose of a drug prescribed to combat his alcoholism 26 tablets undissolved in his stomach but 32 tablets in his system. The poor, messed up boy. Roger Daltrey, frontman of The Who, remembers his pal Keith. He could be the most sensitive, the most arrogant, the most gentle, the most aggressive. It was like walking through a minefield with him. Uh, blindfolded with a pair of hobnail boots at all times. Wow, the werewolf of London in 2003, he passed away. Warren Zevon, kind words here from David Letterman. Today we received the uh, sad news that our good friend Warren Zevon passed away. He had been uh, ill, I guess, for uh, close to a year. Right. He uh, was a great friend of ours. He'd been on this show many, many times. He uh, appeared as a guest, I think, about five times on, on The Late Show. On our, on our old show, uh, the one over at NBC, Paul and I used to have, he was a guest nine times. And he filled in for Paul when Paul was not able to be here uh, about 20 times. Yeah. So we, sure. we got to know Warren Zevon very, very well. And in 2002, Iron Maiden frontman Bruce Dickinson started his new job as an airline pilot. He'd get 35 grand a year employed as a first officer, flying holidaymakers from Britain to Portugal and to Egypt. Bruce loves the old planes. Over 50% of all air accidents are caused by the man at the controls. And though you can't prevent many kinds of pilot error, Airbus have designed the A320 to protect itself. In 1965 this week, there was an ad put in the Hollywood Reporter. It read, Madness, folk and rock and roll musicians, singers wanted for acting roles in new TV show. Parts for four insane boys. 437 people applied for the job. One of them was Davy Jones. This is from his audition. How he got the job, I will never know. What, what? What bag you Bag? Yeah. I don't get that. All right, let me ask you something. I mean, like, do you make a folk sound or a rock sound or anything like that? I make a terrible sound. <laughs> hey, let me no. do the song and dance you do. Song and dance yeah, you do? Cartwheel something. Do something, quick. A 
song and you must be joking. No, I'm not. What do you want? What do you want me to do? Sing. Dance one of your little quick things. Hey, Davey, you want to know something? Honestly, hold it for a second. What? I really think you should have been a jockey. <laughs> So, the monkeys were born. In 1992, Kirst Novoselic of Nirvana flattened himself during an MTV Music and Video Awards, hitting himself in the head with his own guitar. Kirst takes up the story. Threw it up there, and I had some beers and stuff, and made was a little nervous, and it just, I caught it wrong, and it just, like, popped me on the head, and just kind of... I fell down and I, I just ran off stage and Kurt didn't even know what happened and I'm like walking off stage he sees me and he kicks me in the ass as I walk off stage of all things and to this week in 1977 when Meatloaf gave the world his second album it was a rather big one Bat Out of Hell here he is talking about meeting Jim Steinman for the first time so I went down audition for Steinman he said wait here brought in 40 people I sing about four notes and it was the first time I ever got a standing ovation for anything, and the first time that any Jim Simon song had got that kind of reaction. And so that's kind of how we got together, and Bad Out of Hell came about. And finally, 30 years ago this week, 1991, Nirvana gave the world, well, actually, technically, first of all, gave the US Smells Like Teen Spirit. This was a game changer. Frontman Kurt Cobain may have been a bit surprised at all of that, considering how he got his lyrics. I've just noticed that people expect more of a thematic angle with with our music. You know, they always want to read into it. And before, I was just using pieces of poetry and just just garble, just garbage. You know, just stuff that just would spew out of me at the time. And a lot of times, when I write lyrics, it's just at the last second because I'm really lazy. So, and then I'm I find myself having to come up with explanations. And that is a look at the week that was September sixth until September tenth in music history. We do it daily on the radio for you, Radio Nova. Our little podcast comes out of a Friday, looking back on the week that was. And you can find much more as well every single day on nova.ie. My name is Marty Miller. Thanks a lot for listening.